No, 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 no. No. Hold it. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Before Nine, the podcast. I am the note holding Mashawn D. Simon. And I'm Ashley Washington, <laughs> the thoroughly annoyed side kick uh, apparently thoroughly annoyed <laughs> thoroughly annoyed i'm gonna let him have his little moment though what you it's jealous. late it's late hours you you, you like that note holding you uh that, yeah I, that's it i'm jealous i yeah. wish i could hold a note like that that I mean, was beautiful we're all capable of so many things when we put our faith in the lord you're right so all you have to do is just have a little, have a little faith have a little faith, faith in me. We both say a different <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about today? This is your idea. Yes, it was. I'll take the credit. You've been having a lot of ideas lately. And I've just been going with them. You have. Mm-hmm. Thank you. See, I'm trying to be a little more cooperative. Mm-hmm. So I, I, when I brought this topic up, Michelle was like, well, where did this come from? Where did this come from? <laughs> Is there something I need to know? Right. <laughs> no, there's nothing you need to know. But it did come from a past experience. So And she just randomly wanted to talk about it today. Well, it was in our topics. I know, but you just randomly that's why I was like, Is there something I need to know? Because you were like, Let's talk about this. No. Okay. No, we just never talked about it. Or we have we haven't talked about anything like this before on the podcast. So You're right. So I just wanted to talk about dating people with children like you're and this is from my perspective right obviously (laughs) clearly it's from my perspective so whose perspective would it be from i could be like somebody i know a close friend or something you're right good point um so last year first half of last year when i was dating hardcore um i didn't realize because I hadn't been in the dating scene, how many single people have children <laughs> and hmm. how many men my age and younger have kids, have children. That's interesting. And um, the last guy last year who I was getting to know for a little while and by a little while, I mean like a little while, maybe like three weeks. If that. If that. He didn't last long. He didn't. He had three kids. Now he was older I than remember me. This. He was older than me. He was thirty-seven, maybe. I remember us having this conversation because I remember how it got on a list. I remember that conversation about. The, about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he had three kids. Now I guess the good thing about him was his half of his kids were like old. Like one of them was in. Are you me? One of half his kids were old. <laughs> he was older than me, and half his kids were old. Girl, people gonna be like, "How old was this man you was dating?" Well, I think I didn't, I, maybe I imagined it in my head he was only like thirty-seven. I know, but you talking about he's older than me, and half his kids are old. <laughs> so everybody's like, 
Did Ashley get a sugar daddy? <laughs> Child, he was 52. <laughs> exactly. And he had a, a daughter older than me. No. Ooh, that sounds like my dad. Well, mm. yeah. Well, technically, no. My mother's older than my oldest sister. But they could have gone to school together. Mm. They could have been in the same school at the same time. That's interesting. That's nasty. That is so nasty. Mm, I don't know if that's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> I don't know if that's nasty. I'm not going to judge you by his life. Um, that's nasty. Mashawn says it's nasty. My mother and my sister could have been in school at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, back to my story. Carry on. I'm sorry. Um, He was like 37. Back to my story. And his oldest was like 19, maybe. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> His oldest was like 18 or 19. Like That is not old. That is old. That is not old. That's like 10 years younger than me. That is not old. That means you're old. Okay. And you're not old. Millennial. I'm thinking people who are in their 30s, for the most part, don't have children who are about grown. Like this girl, like I said, she was like 19. I'm, 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 I'm. So he had a, like a 19 year old. Then he had a girl, another girl who was like maybe 13 or something like that. And then his youngest was like eight or nine or something like that. He spread them things out. He did spread them out. Did they all have the same mother? I don't know. Uh-huh. I I think. That might have been interesting to find out. But I don't know. Um, But when he told me, we were on the phone and okay. we were having a conversation and we were talking about like being prepared just in general mm-hmm. in life. And he was like, you know, I always taught my kids. And I was like, oh, internally, I was like, oh, kids, ooh, ooh, kids, wait, wait a minute, not kid, kids with an S. It was like this visceral, like, oh, I'm scared. Like, Ugh. and he kept going and he said something about his kids again. And I was like, well, how many kids do you have? <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about these kids. <laughs> how many, how many more kids do you have? Um, so he told me he had three kids, you know, told me their ages and all of that. And, you know, I, I, I didn't love the fact that he had three children. Mm, just rude. And I remember this conversation cause I remember saying something to you about your family story. Right. But it's different. <laughs> it's not different. <laughs> it's three is the only difference is that there were three. But that's a big difference. That's the difference of two. And when I think about it, I'm thinking about like money, time, like you can't spend your money, all your money on me because you got mouths to feed. Oh, you're so selfish. Yes. I don't have children, so oh, I can be selfish. You're like, so selfish. I'm not judging anybody. Absolutely not. Who has kids and is out there dating and, you know, trying to find love. But you are a little. No, I'm not judging. I'm not judging their decisions. I'm just saying that I... I have a preference. But you're judging a little. No. You judged. Talking about it was nasty. I said it was nasty, was nasty because of the age difference between my oldest sister and my mother. That's judging his decision. Mm, that wasn't judging his decision. That was judging that he just nasty. That He made a decision to be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. And if it comes off as me judging, I, that is not my intention. But, um... Yeah, I just, I was, and I never understood, I guess I do understand because like I said, you can't spend your time on me, you can't spend all your money on me. 
But I don't know. I feel like it's something deeper than that, but I'm not sure what it is. What are your thoughts? Um, As to why you have a struggle no. with it? No. What are your thoughts <laughs> when you were <laughs> dating? Oh, I had no issue with it. Okay. Um, It actually, you know, I was young. Um, and for me and a lot of my peers dating someone who had a kid was the fantasy because one here you are with this dude who is perceivably straight mm-hmm. or straight acting or mm-hmm. straight passing and now here I am with you and you have a kid um, and so at the time that I was coming up in the community that was that was what's the word I'm looking for? A badge of honor? Like it was the fantasy. It was the here's this rough boy with me, this, you know, innocent, nerdy, um, sheltered boy, and he also has a kid and oh my God, we're gonna play house mm. and it was all that. Mm-hmm. So I welcomed it. Um my ex that I was with for four and a half years on and off had two kids and I loved every bit of it. Um, so it never really was an issue for me. I think a lot of times, you know, for us members of the alphabet soup, um, we have choices in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And so one, if you do end up with someone who has a kid, then we, you know, we run with it because, and like we and like we don't have any babies unless we're just really trying to or unless we're investing the money and the time into making it happen. Um, so if you come along with a kid, great, let's go. Like, let's do this thing. Um, and you know, it gets slightly complicated as it pertains to how the other parent feels about the whole situation and that wasn't always pleasant because the girls didn't want their men to have their kids around their boyfriends. Mm-hmm. But that was also because they had issue with the fact that their exes had boyfriends. Right. So it was all that baggage. So for me, it wasn't no real issue. It was like, okay, cool. Let's go. Now that I'm older, I don't want no kids, period. So it's like. <laughs> right. And I was going to ask you that. Like, so when you were younger, because, you know, you made that point more than once. Well, I don't about want kids. About the disinterest in, in kids. It's not really that I don't want kids. It's just where I am in my life, I have dreams, goals, and aspirations. And the idea of, like, I'm in a space right now of I'm doing the best I can with what I got at the time. And so to add a kid to that, um, I just don't think I'm in a place to be raising children financially, professionally, and emotionally. Um, and then there are things that I want to make happen in the next two years. I I'm I just turned 41. So now you're talking about raising children in my 40s? By the time I get to be, by the time my children get to be my age, I'll be my dad's age. Mm-hmm. And so there's all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not really that I don't want kids. It's really just their, the timing just isn't right. And But I also know my husband. And he usually gets his way. <laughs> so <laughs> something's going to happen at Something some point. Something's going to shake. Um, but yeah, like it's not, it's not really that I don't want kids. I love kids. Um, it's just really, is coming down to 
having the time to make it happen. And right now, at 41, I just don't feel like I have the time. The other part is, I've been raising children since I was six years old. Like, my siblings have had kids all my life. And so I've been an uncle. I was a toddler and an uncle at the same time. And so that's been a certain reality. So my nieces and my nephews are like kids to me. So I've had that kid experience. And to this day, you know, they'll call me when they need or call me just to talk or call me just to cry. And so I feel like I've had my child raising experience and I ain't interested in starting over. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not. Um, So, yeah, it's like where I am now, it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. But you, but I remember this conversation because I remember being like, hold up, wait a minute. Like (laughs) your father and your mother and your sibling story is this story. And so. Minus two children. I mean, granted, but still the topic that we were talking about is dating (laughs) someone with children, period. That's what you wanted to talk about. Uh huh. My dad so had one child. Your dad, your your dad had yeah. offspring mm-hmm. when he and your mother met, got together, and got married and started a family. Right. And so, I always found it interesting that you sort of had that perspective, being what your story is. Yeah, I mean, my I'm open. It's not. It's not a. I think before. You just have a num- account limit. Yeah, like one. <laughs> one is the minimum. One is the maximum. But what if Jesus sends you I mean, the different. man of your dreams? I'm, it's not a deal breaker. And he got five kids. Ooh. You're going to have to be rich. <laughs> That's how I'm going to know. You got five kids? Okay, that means you're a millionaire, right? Oh, Lord. It's just that's just a lot, and it I'm, is a lot. I'm just I'm not even thinking about baby mama drama. I'm not thinking about the stereotypical stuff. I'm just thinking about time and finances. I understand. I understand. Um, you know, a fellow someone we know who's probably gonna be listening to this episode like they're talking about me, um, and made it clear at one point that she had no desire to have children, and so the guy she's seeing has a daughter, but that daughter's also like college age, which she's like that's perfect for me. Cause she just had no desire mm-hmm. to ever have children. Um, and so I've always found it interesting the ways in which she embraced being a stepmom, also recognizing that she could never replace her par- partner's child's mother. Yeah. Cause I was trying to think of the other dynamics, <laughs> <laughs> but I, and I didn't want to say it wrong, Yeah, but like, I also know that like that child's mother died when that child was young. Mm. And so there are all those pieces to it. But she very much is like, I'm not trying to have kids. I'm not interested in having kids. Um, this situation that I'm in with the guy that I'm with is perfect for me. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's very cool. You are fully aware as to who you are and where you are and what you want and what you don't want. And you found someone who completely supports that yep. and comes up, completely rides along with that. And I think that's cool. And I think that's great. And I think that's magical. Um, and I think... I don't know. Um, I would be interested in seeing how many of our listeners have been in a situation like that or where their feelings are about it. Like, I know there are some listeners, particularly those that are gay men, 
I would be really interested in seeing like where they were when they were 20 versus where they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, some in particular that I'm thinking about who I know listen and listen to every episode, like what would be their response and like what would be their approach and like how has it changed over the years? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about some of the people you know who listen? I'm... I think that they would, I'm thinking about black women Mm -hmm. um, in particular, and I think they would probably agree with me for the most part. Really? I think so. I mean, I think, I think uh, obviously there are a lot of women out there who have children and Mm -hmm. who are dating and Mm -hmm. there are a lot of men out there who have children who are dating and of all types and colors and people, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I think... I think people are are more open to it. I think the older you get, the more open you are. I would to be it. I would be incredibly interested in heterosexual men's perspectives about women with about children, about dating women with children. So the the Didn't, last the last guy I had a conversation with the guy before this guy mm-hmm. <laughs> who we're talking about, and he told me that a woman with children or a child or one child whatever any offspring was a deal breaker hmm. for him. now he didn't have children mm-hmm. he didn't have any kids um did he say why I, he had a bad experience okay before with a woman who had a child and i think that i guess that just scarred that him just turned him off i just turned him off mm-hmm. that's unfortunate it may it reminds me of uh, somebody's podcast i was listening to where a guy wrote a letter talking about that that similar experience like he felt like he had found the one the woman of his dreams however she had a little boy who was the devil spawn mm-hmm. and he literally described this child as the devil spawn that and and the ways in which the child who was elementary or grade school age you know people say elementary people say grade school so he had been about seven or eight years old and the ways in which this child worked very hard to get in between his mom and his mom's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So much so that he told his mom that the guy had done inappropriate things wow. to him before. Wow. And she knew it wasn't true and she knew what the child was trying to do because apparently the child had done it before. And he was like, I love her, but I just can't be with her because I can't do it with this child. And I was like, man, you find the one that you think is the one. And the one thing that's keeping you from it is his badass toddler. <laughs> Did you call him a toddler? <laughs> I think children stop being toddlers at like three. Whatever. <laughs> when you're doing shit like this, you're a toddler. <laughs> a smart one, though. A very smart one. But uh, calculated. But like, makes me very concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Like too smart who are you going to become when you get right, older right that you know manipulation like this at seven or eight gee that's scary that's very scary yeah so what are your thoughts do are you pro or con dating someone with children let us know let us know at b49 podcast on instagram and facebook are you Team Ashley or 
Team Mashawn or Team Toddler? (laughs) 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 I'm so silly. We'll be back. For this next topic, Ashley's excited. I am. Um, so I'm doing an unpopular opinion, uh, and I haven't told Ashley what it's because she did that to me when she <laughs> when she pulled that whole. How do you feel about white people in locks? <laughs> <laughs> I did. You did. You did. You did. And so, unpopular opinion: Are you as black as you say you are? I don't think so. Now, I start this unpopular opinion posing this question as a means of paying homage to the days of yesteryear when people's blackness would easily be called into question. Granted, this sentiment is not that old, being that most recently the former President Barack Obama found himself having to deal with this very perception and what helped him in the eyes of many was the fact that he had our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, Mm -hmm. by his side. Um, We don't mind calling to questions one's blackness for many reasons. Usually whenever one's blackness is called into question, however, it's because of their swag or the lack thereof. And we easily will revoke one's black card if we don't talk or walk or act or enjoy the many things we equate to blackness and black culture like the movie Mahogany, Watermelon, (laughs) Turnip Greens. Or the temptations. <laughs> <laughs> but rarely do we ever call into question one's blackness when it matters most. And by that I mean most times we are completely for the culture as long as being for the culture lines up or matches our limited perspective, per- perspectives and perceptions regarding the culture. You're wondering where I'm going with this, aren't you? I'm, I'm enthralled. When it comes to black and queer individuals... That's when the culture has some limits and prerequisites that, for me, go against everything the culture is supposed to represent. For me, anytime your blackness excludes any member of the community for any unreasonable and invalid reason, I call into question just how pro-black you are, because for me, black is black. For me, if you are truly pro-black, then you are for all the things black, regardless if they are male female, gay, straight, trans, young, old, mixed, what have you. For me, being pro-black means being for the advancement and equity and representation of each and every member of the diaspora in our global society. Being pro-black means doesn't mean you just fight for the rights of black, straight, male, presenting deep south claiming blacks. It means marching for the rights of black women, of black trans women, of black trans women from low-income families who have been shunned and abandoned by the religious right. It means showing your support publicly and privately for Dwayne, Zaya, and every other member of the Wade family as they attempt to acknowledge and empower their child. It means showing your support for Andrew Gillum and his family in the face of scandal and wishing them the best as they journey through their process of healing, overcoming, and self-actualization. It means calling out our perceived heroes and sheroes when they have done wrong out of love and support, not ridiculing and damnation. 
It means standing on the side of young black girls when they have been victimized rather than take the side, taking the side of the victimizer. And it means not calling our sisters and aunties bitches or dogs when they are just trying to do their jobs. How black are you really when your support of all things black puts limits on all things black? Mm. How black are you really when you seek to exclude intentionally or unintentionally because of your sexism, homophobia, ignorance, bias, whether conscious or unconscious, and our traditional baggage and host of other issues? If you are truly for the culture, then I suggest you make peace with your stuff and truly find a way to be for the culture. We already have enough to deal with, like racism. So that's my unpopular popular. Ooh. Opinion. Okay. <laughs> the church. And I and and I I sort of went there because wow. uh, there are a lot of topics that have been going on that you've tried to get me to talk about and I'd be like, I ain't talking about yeah. that. I ain't talking about mm-hmm. that. I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking mm-hmm. about that. And I'm tired. And for me the underlying issue and all of it was black folk coming after black folk. Um but these are also the same black folk who are like I'm all for the culture. I'm pro-black. I'm black, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but are you really? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you truly be pro-black and all that that means when you're trying to exclude other black expressions, other black identities, other black forms of representation? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it doesn't line up. It's it's not true and authentic. So, yeah. That's my unpopular opinion. That was good, baby. <laughs> that was good. I love that. Yay. So, anything else? <laughs> what yeah. else can we're, I say? We're done. We're done with that? <laughs> yes and amen. That's what I got to say. <laughs> well, cool. Do you have... Uh, I got a quote. You got a quote? Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. She got a quote. I got a quote, but I got to pull it up first. I got, a, I got a quote. My computer. Okay. So we're going to leave you with some words, some words, a quote, some words from William Wordsworth and Thaddeus May. The child is the father of the man. That's just my baby daddy. (laughs) (laughs) That is my baby daddy. Oh. I can't do this with you anymore. <laughs> you are on quote punishment. Like you're on restriction. No. I've been so much fun. Those are good. Those have been good. I'm glad that you are enjoying doing the quotes. They're 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 work. So they work. They work for me. Work. Yours are good and ratchet, so you know, I kinda keep it true. You can't help it's it. It's part of the culture. It's what you do. I can't. Mm. Well, all right. Bye y'all next time. Bye.